It's fun to recall favorite songs and how they affected your life. Even the DJs from the Top 40 era have fun naming songs they played on the radio. Two such disc jockeys are Gary Steele and Phil Robbins, both on-air personalities at a number of radio stations. Join them now as they take a look back at music played during those times and ask, who sang that song? Welcome back to this episode, number 37, by the way, Mr. Robbins, of Who Sang That Song? I'm Gary Steele, and you're... Philip Robbins, I hope. You sure it's 37? I'm positive. Okay. Wow. (laughs) All right. Yes, sir. What's going on, Gary? How are you? I'm just great, and uh, it's Friday where I am. I'm giving you the questions. Ooh. And I have chosen for my theme Uh on this episode... One hit wonders of the 1960s and 70s. Ooh. Let's see if you're up for it, my man. You hit me with your best shot. We're starting with the uh, 60s. In fact, the early 60s, 1961. There was a song called Hey Baby. And it was a big hit. The only hit that he ever had, apparently. And I must say, by the way, that I have taken these song titles and their artists and some trivia from various sites online. And uh, I will neither confirm nor deny that they're correct or not. But for entertainment purposes only, are using this information tonight. So again, who sang Hey Baby? Now, what do you say? What did you just say? Just kidding. Hey, baby. What year was it, or did you 61. say? 61. Hey. That's the song. I want to know. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it uh, Bruce Chanel? It is. Congratulations. Oh, my. Oh, wow. I love it. Hey, the five members of this group came together at Santa Ana High School and managed to score a major hit with the song Pipeline. An instrumental in 1963. Who did that song? You didn't say sang that song, but you said it's an instrumental. And so that would be Pipeline uh, by the Chantes. How oh, about the that? Chantes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, tomato, tomato. I'm really impressed so far. Thank you. This upbeat chart-topping song from Malden, Massachusetts native, well, I don't want to give you his name, but the song is featured in more than 30 feature films, including Apollo 13, and is called Spirit in the Sky. Norman Greenbaum? Yes. Oh, wow. You gave me so much information there, I was like, whoa. I was kind of spaced out for a minute, you know. <laughs> Again, these are one hit wonders of the 1960s and 70s. This next one is based on the syndicated comic strip cartoonist Vince Hamilton created in 1932. And the song tells a story of a prehistoric caveman by the name of Aloop. Aloop. Uh, I think it's called, or the group is called. The Hollywood Argyles. I know Argyles is right, but it was it the Hollywood Argyles? You are correct, sir. Oh, man. Okay. 
you are impressing me tonight, bud. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Those songs I've already given you are from the 60s. Let's jump to the 70s. From 1979. Okay. Called Born to Be Alive. Um, it's that disco flavor. It is. Yeah, I remember. I can hear the song. Born to be alive. What was his name? Um, Born to be alive. Uh, this won't matter to anybody else, but maybe you and I, but the name yeah. of this artist is the same name of a newsman that was on KILT here in Houston. Um, gosh, what was his name? Spanish uh, descent. It is, yes. and That's why I'm trying to get... Uh, give me a hint. Is, do we have any... Do I have anything... I can, Do you remember my brother's name? Hold on, hold on. Let me think of your brother's first name. <laughs> Digging deep here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I can't right now. Born uh, to be alive is by first name Patrick Hernandez. Yes. Pat Hernandez. Pat Hernandez. Kilt yes. News. Except he actually said Patrick Hernandez, K-I-L-T News. Wow. I got the last name anyway. I can't believe I forgot your brother's first name. Pat. Me either. That's that's right. Pat. Remember when uh, MTV came on, I believe this was the first song that MTV played, and it was called Video Killed the Radio Star, who sang that song. Um, I remember the song, but the name escapes me, Gary. It's the Buggles. No, I would have never gotten that one. This is a song that you and I, when we were on the same radio station, played. It was a popular hit. I added it as the music director, and I loved it, still love it. The song is called When You're Only Lonely. No, I don't know that one. When you're only lonely. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So that was the big V, not the big L. Correct. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, it tells me about the years. So, uh, and you were a great I music director, by the way. You know, Thank you. I, no, I don't know that one. I do believe this artist played uh, at some point with the Eagles. And his name was J.D. Souther. Oh, now I'm hearing it. Okay. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. It is J.D. Souther. Oh, man. Yeah. Am I embarrassed? Great song. Now we're taking a trip back to the 1960s. Again, the year 61. Mm. The artist talked about the difficulties of life with a meddling mother-in-law, and it snagged the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100 song is wow. called Mother-in-Law. <laughs> he really was talking about his mother-in-law? Is that what you're saying? Ernie Cado. Yes. Very Mother-in-law. good. Mother-in-law. This is a song that you'll know right off the bat because this is one of your favorite ever years for music. 1965. Well, 65, too. Three, four, and five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. 
this upbeat sound from 65 and the simple lyrics may have been the reason it became a hit. The song is called Lies. The Knickerbockers. Yay! A French-language song sung by a nun that topped the charge sounds unbelievable, but in 63 it actually happened. Her name was Janine Deckers, also known as Sister Luke Gabrielle. She sang Dominique. What'd they call her? I don't know. The Singing Nun. <laughs> oh, hey. When you hear this podcast back, you'll remember that right away. Oh, absolutely. The release of this group's popular hit, Wipeout, came around in 1963. Who did Wipeout? Uh, yeah, the Safaris. And then it came back again uh, some years later and just as big as the first time. I played in a band, you'll recall, at that time. I do recall that band, yeah. It's a good band. Every other band we ever played against or, or heard wanted to do play that song. It was very popular among yeah. bands anyway. Uh, yeah. And you had to have a good drummer, of course. Yeah. The drums were featured. Yeah. That's good stuff back then, you know. People our age get it. That was awesome. Going back to the 70s, Philip. Remember, we're doing one-hit wonders of the 60s and 70s. This song won two Grammys and was actually named one of the sexiest songs of all time by Billboard. Remember Afternoon Delight? Who sang that song? You know what? At that time, that was one of my favorite songs. That's the Starland Vocal Band. It's hard not to like that. I mean, everybody loves Afternoon Delight. And this is one of the best songs. Uh, let me clarify that. One of the best disco songs ever recorded about leaving your man to go to a disco. Ironically, it was written by two women who weren't all that into disco. Hmm. But one of those two women had a big hit with this one called I Love the Nightlife. I love the nightlife. I like the boogie. Yeah. Let me think who that is. I want to say Alicia something. You're right. Alicia Bridges? Yes. Very good. Oh. I love the nightlife. Uh, I like the boogie. Oh, that was the Bridges part. Yeah. This song made it to the number one spot on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1969. And one of the two members of this group just died four years ago. The song is called In the Year 2525. Yeah. Who sang that song? Yeah. Man, that's a great year. I graduated in 1969. That was a great song. In the year 2525, that was Zager and Evans. Yes. Zager is the one that uh, passed away a few years ago. Mm -hmm. This one... uh, I probably wouldn't get, uh, but I think you know who it is, but let's test you. Also from 1969, smile a little smile for me. Oh, man, the flying machine. Oh, you did get it. (laughs) Of course. 
I don't forget, I was a radio de jockey. I always Rosemary. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. Name that group uh, the Burrito Brothers or the Flying Burrito Machine <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. Huh? This next song was one of our favorites, man. We love this one, especially Gary Steele. Hey, Uh-oh. baby, come back. Baby, come back. Oh. This is from the 60s, not the 70s. Yeah, I know, and I always get them confused. The 70s was the players, right? Yes. The 60s was, uh... oh, crap. Oh, no, no, that's not the name of the song. That wasn't them. Sorry, I'm I'm having a, oh, man. Mm. It's right there. I believe the... Lead singer in this uh, song was later Killer. a recording artist uh, who sang Electric Avenue. Eddie Grant was his name. Eddie Grant, yeah, Eddie Grant. It was. I don't you're, know. You're on the I right track. Oh. I know, man. It's right there. I can't get it. This is so embarrassing because I know it. Oh, man. Maybe come back. The equals. Oh yes. And you know what? When you first said it, I almost said the Eagles because I knew it was right there. But yeah, the equals. I can hear it. Uh, I can hear it being played on the big T. I can hear it in my mind right now. Gosh. Oh well. Big PSA. All right. What you got for me next? I have two more. This one is from 1969, although I think it's earlier than that, but information I read said 69, but we can dispute that later. This is definitely a one-hit wonder called Something in the Air. This was when we were hippies and uh, the yeah. 60s. A close song. Yeah, and uh, something in the air tonight, right? No, no, no you're thinking much. of Phil Collins later. This song is just called Something in the Air. Give me a hint. Maybe, maybe I can get it. Because right now I'm not. Something in the air. When a storm comes over your area and yeah. creates a loud crackling noise, what do they call that? Lightning? Thunder? Thunder and lightning? Thunder, thunder is the correct answer. Thunder, what is it? Thunder, thunder, th- thunderclap Newman. Thank you. <laughs> yes. What a, wow. That's a great hint. And that's the way we work it out on the old podcast. Thunderclap yeah. Newman. You had that one year, didn't you? And you got rid of it when you went to the doctor. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. An official announcement now. This is the last song. This is <laughs> the last song. Everybody's clapping and jumping up and down. The very last song. Okay, thank you. Frontman Robert, or Rob, Barisi, got the name for this group <laughs> during a hospital stay from a box of cough drops. Uh-oh. The band was performing at a club one night when someone in the audience yelled something that changed their lives. 
<laughs> that person was interested in disco and uh, they were more interested in disco than the heavy beats the band was playing. So the guy shouted, play some funky music, white boy. And that guy knew it was the perfect title for a song, the, the uh, lead singer. And it was the band's only big hit, but it was a massive one. Play that funky music, white boy. Who sang that song, Phil? Well, you know, any disc jockey like us that that was on the air at that time, what a great intro at the top of the hour. I should say a top of the hour song, as we used to call it. What a great top of the hour song. Play that funky music, white boy, is uh, Wild Cherry. Hence the... Uh... Name on a cough drop box. Wow. It is. Cherry. Yeah. That's just enough music before the, yeah. oh, he came in yes. there, you know, that, that yeah. you could say say everything you needed to say. It's a good one tonight, Gary, I must say. This is really Thank good. Thank you. I, di I didn't get as many as I'd like to get, but hey, what the hell? That's what it's all about. It's fun. Exactly. Yeah. It was fun, and I hope the audience enjoyed it. And uh, of course they we did. look forward to doing another one real soon. <laughs> I paid them a lot of money to enjoy it, so they did enjoy Oh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, next time it's me. I'll be giving you hits next time, Gary. So you better watch out, my friend. Oh, I can't and wait. By, by the way, tis the season, all right? Yeah. Tis the season. All right. Okay. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to find out on the next edition of Who Sang That Song? Who Sang That Song?